Okay, let's start testing for a delay. Delay, delay, delay. Oodalali, oodalali, golly, what a day. There you go. I didn't remember the name of the song. Uh, I see myself lighting up almost instantly this time, so... Yay? You started off great last week. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, are we are we talking and then you're responding in the normal amount of time frame here? I don't know, are we? It, seems it like sounds like it. Pretty yeah. instant to me, I don't know. Okay, good. I'm no internet scientist. Alrighty then. I am no internet scientist. If only the <laughs> episode had started... Figuring out the chemical reactions with things uh, lately has been kind of fun and interesting. Like watching people on the internet um, doing like retro brighting and things like that, uh, where you use hydrogen peroxide and UV uh, to do stuff is pretty cool. Uh, and like when you should and shouldn't use isopropyl alcohol on things like plastic, you know, it can uh, dry out plastics. So that's not a good idea. All sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. We were Pretty gamers episode 370 talking about N- plastics. Know, know what you're doing with chemicals. Yeah, that's, that's a, always a good idea. Know what you're doing I with chemicals. A, I had a chemi- chemistry teacher who had a poster up in, uh, in his lab that said, uh, Willie was a chemist. Willie is no more. What Willie thought was H2O was H2SO4. Uh Oh, you're going to have to remind me, uh, sulfur, SO, uh, sulfur sulfuric dioxide. acid, sulfuric yes. acid. Okay. I was going to say the H is, a, that's an acid. And then I didn't remember what SO4 was, but yeah. Oh, S, S is sulfur. Dangerous. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reading is important, kids. Especially of the safety data sheets. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Eh, you know who knows what what do we ever talk about right i enjoy that about you guys yes what do we ever talk about i changed a uh that's a Andy, cooler. by the way hello i'm in yeah and i'm andy michael over, over there and i'm jj hey everybody michael michael's here uh we seem to have fixed the delay this week hooray <laughs> i don't know i don't know what we did i think maybe restarting my router did it i'm not sure it was discord um I have an interesting component, mini component class to talk about, uh, because I want to know if you guys have done something to your computers based on something that happened this weekend. Okay. Uh, friend of the pod, Matt had a I nine, something crazy, some K processor in, uh, the most second, most recent family of I nines. So decently new. They get Until warm. Numbering and whatever scheme is impossible. So I nine with a K is yeah. real good. I yeah. mean, it's eleven or later, right? You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the box he got had some decent specs when uh, I think he bought a pre pre bought one. Had some decent specs. Uh, Thirty eighty in there. It had a decent processor. Good good motherboard. Um, shipped in a glass case. With emotion, 
you're going to have some emotions when I describe. Yeah, you're going to have an emotion here when I describe this. Shipped in a glass case with not a single case fan installed and a 120 millimeter water cooler. For the CPU. For the CPU. So the entire thing is completely glass. Or it has a, in glass or what? It has a top panel and a side panel and a bottom panel that one side panel and a bottom panel that are for vent ventilation that had no installed fans. So they're just hoping the video card moves all that air by itself, I guess. It's just like passively cooled and they they're expecting conduction through the glass so needless to say immediately upon turning it on the 120 millimeter fan hit 100 percent immediately to try and yeah. water cool that processor in the middle of all that heat right uh we a while ago installed about one two three four five six case fans in there to try and move more air but again, 120 millimeter water cooler on an i9. Yeah, it's underpowered, I'm sure. Not going to do the job. Underweight. Okay. So we went out and we got uh, Gamers Nexus's uh, recommendation for Arctic Freezer Liquid uh, 2 or whatever it is. I'm, I'm, butchering. I'm butchering the name. The 241, right? Nope. Uh, 360. Oh, okay. Oh, the triple. Okay. It had room. It could technically fit. So I said, get the biggest one you can. Sure. Interesting outcome of this is when when it is on, just on, the computer is now silent. It makes no noise. That but un- unlike my cooler, which is a NZXT Kraken, mine has a f- the fans on one board output for the cpu pwm and they're all connected to that for so two of them on that and then a separate one for an aio pump which just runs at 100 percent, right uh this this other one that we got this 360 this is why it's component class because we're just delving straight into this and hopefully people know what we're talking about if not email us this 360 we installed they have some sort of logic board inside this thing, I guess, because you're supposed to plug the whole thing, including the pump, into a PWM CPU fan header on the board. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the pump is going to throttle with the fans or and or it's... Uh, that's what I thought. Uh, well, I thought maybe there was some sort of control in there that would move the pump faster, but at the same time use the PWM control for the fans. I'm not sure how that works exactly, but the PWM control on the board we tested in the BIOS does control the fan speed. At least I'm not sure what it does to the pump. Cause like if you threw it to hundred percent, it certainly went to hundred percent, right? All those fans started spinning real hard. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's possible, I suppose that maybe it has some kind of weird, like, fan assisted pump thing and the pump is like real minimal in terms of like how much power it needs that's what the internet told me so i don't know if that's true but it sounds like they're designed to run with very minimal needs for the pump cool you know 
Yeah, yeah it's a very uh, smart use of energy there, right? Just allows it to be viable on more boards too, which maybe don't have an extra connection for the for the AIO pump specifically, you know? Yeah. Very smart. Yeah, I, I mean the one there's gotta be some measure of convenience in there, right? To just have it all plug in, in one spot together. Yeah. The the one we took out of there had three connectors. Three separate connectors. It had yeah, there you go. what? Yeah, it had an LED header connector. It had an AIO pump header connector and a CPU fan header connector. Oh, okay. Well, hold on though. That's like the LED stuff is always separate and additional. So that part well, is... it was silly though because it it was just straight board LEDs, but the connector for it was like they didn't even have the right pins. It had some sort of weird adapter in between the pins for it. I don't know. The LED stuff, man, I don't know how far you've gone down that rabbit hole. I don't. The LED stuff is weird and bad. So it's entirely possible they had to put some weird adapter on it to make it work right. Because the L- like some of these pumps and like the video cards, even some of them that are like, you know, have like addressable RGB and, you know, RAM sticks, all this kind of stuff that have these like extra LED elements that can be synchronized and do all this stuff with the whole case and everything. There's like 15 different systems for all those things. They don't play nice together and they all have their own connectors. And it's all kind of like a real, the real jungle out there, man. This is really bad. And so like, I I would totally believe that like this one is part of system X or whatever. And the motherboard is just like power. Yes. No. A few, a few companies like Gigabyte and I think Asus as well all have, um, board-based interfaces for that sort of stuff. So, like, if you plug in RAM that is compatible with the AORUS or whatever other system, it'll say on the box, like, compatible with XYZ thing, there's a, like, 80% chance it'll get detected, right? So, like, a gigabyte card with a gigabyte board, there's one piece of software that'll control control all the LEDs in there. Now, my RAM doesn't respect that half the time and forgets what it's supposed to be doing. So, I don't know. Crucially, those are made by motherboard vendors who are getting you reasons to buy their motherboard, right? And their card and their, and their blah, yes, blah, exactly. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. So, right. but if you buy, you know, your RAM from some other company that has LEDs, but it's not this company's thing, now all of a sudden, I could totally believe a world where they have to put stupid little headers on the pins to make them connect right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So we get this thing plugged in. Uh, we changed out the the uh, 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 thermal paste. We did all the new uh, standoffs correctly. We had to pull a hard drive. It was a fun little evening project. Uh, took like an hour max uh, to get everything unplugged and then replugged properly uh, with some new thermal paste. No, not a huge job, especially considering the case is quite large. It was really easy to just put the the AIO in and then connect it and plug in the one plug so props to the the people that manufactured the aio really easy to manage it was already assembled unlike my kraken like every single part was assembled already you just took it out you know um took it out screwed it in turned it on done yeah so so the turned it on done part was pretty cool it was silent like absolutely silent You, you know using the internet or whatever um couldn't could not hear it at all and then uh baldur's gate 3 got turned on and uh three or four minutes into that every fan in the case went to a hundred percent 
Yeah. That was surprising to me. So uh, it got quite a bit louder. Now it's still quieter than a 120 millimeter fan screaming for its life. Uh, Cause you know, so I mean, this, this was a success overall then right? <laughs> Yeah, success in general and uh, in part, but the question we finally have gotten to after the story of uh, people modding their PC to, you know, like, Hey, don't be afraid if you have a problem out there like that, where someone has given you the wrong part to just say, you know what? I want to replace it with something better. Um, my suggestion to him afterwards was to go into the BIOS and monkey around with fan curve settings until he was happy with how much noise it was making and when, and, uh, in my opinion, it was like, maybe make the fans run earlier so that maybe they can stay quieter. I don't know. Have you, have either of you, the Kraken that I have has its own software and, it runs relatively quietly most of the time. It doesn't really spin up too loud. Um, it runs, I think, max 80% and it keeps the CPU cold. I'm wondering if his could run that quiet. Who has monkeyed around with BIOS versions of this setting? I haven't really. So not in the way you're describing, but I have, I have played with like the fan settings and stuff. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of things that you can change about the various cards and the, the, the video cards and the coolers and sort of play with fan curves and stuff. You can get really into it if you want to, but at the end of the day, you put on something that's really demanding and, you know, say whatever you want. Baldur's Gate three is very demanding. At some point you just have to, you know, it's going to be like, well, it's getting hot. You told me to keep it under this temperature. We're over the temperature. I'm turning on, and then it just does it right. So it's kind of temperature just no way to win. Is temperature and demand related? Because he had Baldur's Gate running. The, yes, the CPU or the uh, GPU got hot. Right, it got it used 100 percent of the GPU, even with 3080, and it got hot. But why was the processor screaming? Even on a 360 AIO, using seven percent of his i9. I think there are more things going on than how, like the percent being used, right? Mm -hmm. I I think you need to be looking more carefully than just like how much CPU is being used, because what really matters is the temperature. And there are, it can be misleading to say like, oh, the CPU is only like, you know, I'm only at a fraction of my total power here, but like the fraction is using this one core to a hundred percent, and this core is now very hot. Oh, and therefore the whole thing is dissipated and it, and it now has a it, core temperature of 70. Right. And I'm not, uh, uh, this is like the call Steve from Gamers Nexus kind of question because like this is now above my pay grade, but I could totally believe that Intel or someone out there is thinking of those sorts of workloads, right? And they're like, okay, I know like this is a non-parallel workload I'm just going to be getting like this one core is just going to be jammed at the ceiling a hundred percent of the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And they can see that temperature moving and they're like, all right, you know, we're going to pass a threshold here and then we're just going to say, turn the fan on because we need the the cooling, whether it's, you know, everyone is using the load or not. Right. Yeah. 
because you're probably right that the CPU is not being stressed very hard by this game. This is, I would I would assume a mostly GPU heavy game. Uh, based on the numbers we were seeing, I couldn't without downloading a program see the actual CPU temp. Um, only its workload, right? Like you could use some built-in stuff to see GPU and CPU workloads, but you can't really see a CPU temp without downloading like any program. There's a zillion of them. I won't recommend yeah. any of them. Um, cause that would be my, my recommendation is like, let's see the temps on these things because that will tell you a whole bunch more. Um, because you, it can be the case that you're like, well, it hits 60 and the CPU is like, all right, 60 is the threshold. Turn it on. And it's like, well, yeah. what if 70 was the threshold? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. it was sitting at 64 and you're like, this is fine, actually. <laughs> you know, um, just like change that curve a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's much quieter the whole time. Or Yeah, that was my know, suggestion was like, hey, why don't you change the, the curve so that it's not running it at 30 percent at 40 degrees. Change it so it's running like 40 or 50 percent at 40 degrees. And then mellow out that curve on the other side and see if like, okay, what if it's running at like 80% at 80 degrees? Yeah, that totally could be a something that would help a bunch in that case, right? One would one would wonder if that would help. If nothing else, uh, if it doesn't help, it'll just keep going up the curve and it'll get to the top again, right? Like, <laughs> what's going on? The end right? result's the same. You're going to get there either way. It's just going to be a matter of how loud is it if it's steady states below that point. Um, and yeah, you can certainly play with those things to get them that way for sure. Yeah. I think it might be worthwhile. And in his specific case, and for a lot of other people get into your BIOS, you can't really mess anything up. You can always exit without saving, you know, it's and, a lot harder these days say to mess things up really badly. Yeah, oh yeah. So you, you definitely can mess things up, but as long as you're paying attention and like, you know, you're not just like jamming enter or escape or something, <laughs> you know, as long as you're going in there and just looking and, you know, and heck these days, like you can use a mouse in a BIOS. What? That's like, <laughs> yeah. Although sometimes we were blown. trying to click, we were trying to click certain buttons in the BIOS sometimes and it was like not working. You had to hit back on the keyboard, but then you could click forward with the mouse. So it was like <laughs> very uh, strange when it would work. Yeah, I still use keyboard. <laughs> but I, I can to I can totally see like the you know the BIOSes have come a long way, and you guys are totally right that they're so much easier to to play with settings and change stuff without basically turning your computer into an unbootable. Yeah, file well, of if junk. you don't, if you can't read it and say I know what that means, just don't mess with it. But like when when we were looking at his, we looked through the whole thing, and the very top it's like Fan Power Plus. I was like, click that, please. I'm sure that the fan <laughs> control is in there. Yeah. It, like, and it may be the case that uh, there was on mine that the, the video card has even a physical switch on it. Yeah. Uh, that's like, there's two different bioses in there and you can switch back and forth between the two with the switch. And one is like the, I am the most gamer FPS, hardcore bios and that one is going to make the fans go at 100%. You can be sure. And then there's the other one that's like quiet BIOS, you know? <laughs> and like the difference is going to be like five frames or something. Probably not a big deal most of the time. And, but that, that sound difference, significant probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was my weekend experiment. What did you guys get up to? Uh, I have a good answer for that. I don't know if Michael wants to jump in first. 
Um, we went to, I mean, we, I, this is near and dear to the hearts of, of people on the pod here. We went to Bottle Logic for the first time in a while. It was a fundamental observation weekend. Was it a zoo and did you get a bottle? Cause they already sold out. I couldn't get one today. Uh, yes, it was a zoo and no, we did not get a bottle. Um, they had, I think I heard the, the cashier say to the guy in line in front of me that they were already sold out of the basic FO bottles, but they had some of the variants left. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Um, but we did, uh, we did get to try a couple, um, and they were, uh, they were as good as I remembered them being. <laughs> Was it a major zoo though? Um, so, the uh, yes, yes and no. So have you been there since they opened, they expanded into the other half of the building that they're in? No. So you know, when you're facing the building, it used to be them on the left and there was another shop there on the right. Yeah. And then they put the, uh, outdoor seating kind of in between. Yeah. So they took over that space on the, the right half of the building and turned it into more seating area and a back yeah. bar. So that was supposed to be a restaurant. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that they originally had plans for a restaurant. Yeah. Um, so that definitely helped. That helped alleviate some of the, uh, some of the lines. Uh, it's a, I think it's a smaller tap list on the back bar just cause they've got a smaller setup, but, um, there were definitely, you know, it was, it was standing room only for most of the time that we were there. <laughs> uh, but we did, we did get lucky and we got a, we got a barrel top right as we walked out with our drinks. And then, uh, thank you to the nice lady who like 20 minutes later, uh, saw us with the baby and was like, we're about to leave. You can have our table. <laughs> nice uh, beautiful but yeah um really good beer still i i like that place a lot i still get take out beers from there but i just crowds man me and crowds i don't i'm not into it i hmm andy <laughs> oh i don't know what to tell you about uh things you're you're doing the, the world in I, general yeah like everywhere you go and stuff you you talk about doing that. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm saluting you, soldier. Good luck. <laughs> Sometimes decisions are made for you. Yeah, I hear you. It's like, look, no one likes crowds, right? It's, it's Some people will enjoy that, the feeling of a, of a play. I, I don't know. I mean, like, not, I don't think, I think, I think, I think no one likes crowds without purpose, right? Like, I'm sure yeah. many of the people that were at the FO thing did not mind the crowds because it was all people that were there to celebrate the the place they like to shop. If you go to a, a crowded event, you expect it to be crowded. Like, I wouldn't go to Comic-Con and be like, oh, the crowds. It's like, I, I don't like how busy it is and how many things you have to wait in line for. But, like, I expect there to be crowds. So It, co- it comes with the territory. Yeah. I guess I think there's there's definitely a difference between crowds of people all trying to do the thing and having a good time and, you know, versus like crowds due to mismanagement or crowds due to there only being one person working a cash register or something like that, which is very clearly like now the fault of whoever is running whatever thing is involved. Right. Sure. Sure. And I think it's very safe to differentiate between the like, hey, this fundamental observation thing sounds like it was a big hit and tons of people were there and having a good time versus like 
if they had only had the one bar room, I'm sure in years past, the line has gone out the door and down the street, right? Yes, for sure. Uh, it, it has specifically been done those things. Yeah, I was going to say we've been there several times when it's been like that. Yeah. And that's, you know, I. I have less sympathy for those kinds of crowds, right? I have sympathy for people waiting in those crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's nice. I mean, another place that I think people tend to enjoy crowds because that's what they're there to do, right? Like, is be part of a group, maybe, is uh, concerts. Excellent transition. So good. I'm a pro. Truly, you are. Uh, And yeah, and that's what uh, we did this past weekend. Uh, I talked about uh, us having gone to a concert uh two weekends ago i think i think so yeah i think we talked about that on the podcast uh that was a really fun time uh gladys knight and patty labelle had a one wonderful time at that and we didn't expect to be going to another one and tickets were offered to us not at the last minute but later in the cycle than we thought um Hmm. uh reasons uh out of their control that her parents could not use these tickets and so they were like hey we're going to be doing this other thing do you guys want these uh they would put them up for sale but we're like yeah we'll go (laughs) uh yeah please for sure uh and the concert was uh in the air tonight a symphonic celebration of genesis and the music of phil collins heck yeah yes yes and it was an awesome time (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, (laughs) i like that idea Really, really cool. I, certainly, I mean, uh, folks, I, I'm sure, it, you know, we're not necessarily Phil Collins's age demo. No, probably uh, not. A man who was uh, inordinately popular in the 80s uh, and then, you know, did more stuff, did stuff throughout his whole career, um, but really had his peak, I assume, in the 80s. Um. But he, you know, he'd been playing in like prog rock bands and stuff in the seventies. The man has been working for a long time. Um, neither he nor any member of that of Genesis were there. Uh, they made clear in the show, <laughs> uh, which I don't know if you guys know, but Phil Collins not doing so hot these days. Oh, I, now mm. I feel bad that I laughed. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he's had some medical troubles. I believe he's in a wheelchair. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't think it was, you know, just like. The man is also old, right? Sure. But yeah. Uh, but these people were very dedicated to celebrating him and hearing the, the, the symphony orchestra play his songs. And then they brought out uh, as part of this, uh, had some Broadway singers attached who would come out and sing the, the vocal parts. Just so cool, man. And especially like you hear, you know, songs that, you know, you I'm sure all we all know all the words to, you know, some of these kinds of songs in the air tonight, of course. Um, Shoot, what are some of the other ones? Uh, uh, Invisible Touch, Follow Me, Follow You. Uh, I'm sure I could think of more if I had some more time, but, you know, super famous songs. And it just sounds so different when it's there's like a violin section, <laughs> you know, uh, besides also the keyboard and the drums and whatnot. yeah, full orchestration. Yeah. Orchestrated, and, orchestrated, easy lover, huh? Yeah. Uh, easy lover <laughs> was not one of the ones they played actually though. Um, oh, 
Hmm. Which I know, I know, I know. Hmm. Uh, they also didn't do like the stuff he did for like the Disney movies. I would have guessed that a hundred percent off the top of my head that they did I, not. I was going to say you can understand why. I'm sure Disney is like, uh, lawyers. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, which I think is kind of unfair because that was like his like main way I was introduced to Phil Collins. So you mean you'll be in my heart. Yeah, you'll be in my heart. Yeah. And then what was the one he did for um, Tarzan? That was uh, the Tarzan. That was that you'll one? be in my heart. Or okay. maybe you're thinking about Two Worlds. That's the other big one from that movie, I think. Maybe I was thinking of Two Worlds. Anyway, but like, you know, that's a a formative memory for me obviously this is all skewing older they were doing more of the like 70s stuff um uh, and definitely the the big stuff from the 80s it reminds me of uh stepbrothers it's like we're the we're only playing the 80s billy joel <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that was a really cool time and definitely one of those cases where like you know we're sitting at a table with a few other people and they're like you know you know oh are you excited for this concert oh yeah you know we have season tickets we come all the time they're like oh so are you guys like you know do you like phil collins and you guys like yeah you know i'm i'm okay and she's like i don't really know any of his songs i'm like what what are you doing here (laughs) excuse me these people are our parents age you know and i'm like how do you not know him (laughs) it's like you know what and then it's and i'm like okay look i promise you by the time we're like halfway through this thing you'll have recognized like three or four songs Sure. And lo and behold, of course. Sure enough. Did. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that one was blah, blah, blah. Phil right. Collins or Jim. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's wow. very funny. The, uh, when they get to in the air tonight, of course, everyone knows the like iconic drum solo from that song. I once just, heard, uh, what was it? It was, I think it was that podcast you listened to still, uh, 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 they all got fired. Um, my brain is mush. Waypoint. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're remap now. Remap. Remap. Yeah. So a bunch of the people that were on remap one time were trying to do the drum solo from in there tonight, and every single one of them was like, "No, no, it's like this. No, no, it's like this." And I was just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> it is that funny thing? because everyone, I'm sure, has a different perception of it. You know, I, I always think of it as like. Do 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 right? Yeah, and like uh huh. That, that's uh, correct. I mean, that's that's look. I just listened to it like a yeah. few days ago. So I better remember. Um, yeah. But they're very funny because it also like that iconic part of that song is like the very end of that song. Basically, it's not the exact end, but it's pretty close to the exact end of that song. It's like three and a half minutes in. There's a there's a great video of it's from it's from just a couple of years ago of two. I think it's two twin brothers who are like 17 and they are they they do youtube videos of themselves reacting to music that people recommend to them as like songs you have to know if you're a fan of music and the video of the oh i've seen this one along and commenting to, to is amazing uh, okay it, it's three and a half minutes into the song that he drops that drum solo. I yeah, uh, this video. I've seen that and I would recommend to everybody listening right now uh you know wait till the end of the podcast but then go look this up and then go find it uh, actually their channel is pretty great they're they listen to all kinds of music it's very interesting listening to them talk and and listen to it uh but that one in particular is so amazing because like 
<laughs> like it does kind of come out the, the song is very slow it's sad you know and then like this drum track hits and you're just like what is going on what <laughs> song am i listening to you know um and uh before they start the song that they have the two singers also very interesting to listen to a bunch of these songs sung by a female vocalist uh she's a very good singer um but I, phil collins feels a little more like smoky you know I feel mm-hmm. like he's he's had some cigarettes in his day. I think he's also reminds me more of a like piano singer than a sure, like not like a know, Broadway right, not a Broadway and, singer. And these people definitely had Broadway voices, um, yeah, which you could tell is not not Phil Collins, but double interesting to then also hear hear a woman singing it. And it was you know various songs. It, of course, she sings them very well. She's a trained and very good musician but it's just a different and interesting take you know hearing the symphony and then hearing this other person singing it but before they get into in in the air tonight they like you know they they have those little banter sections in between the songs where they're like you know here's the history of this song blah 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 and they're like all right we're gonna play in the air tonight and the crowd starts cheering they're like hold on (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna help you though because everyone knows the thing about in the air tonight everyone loves the drum solo the problem is no one remembers when the drum solo is. <laughs> and so I'm going to have you watch, you know, uh, I forget the lady singer's name. It's like, have her watch her and she'll let you know when it's coming. Otherwise, you don't need to. You know, don't don't go off early. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, apparently, this is a problem. So uh, very funny. You know, and, she's like, and then you'll have the, uh, you know, you, you'll have the timing down and you can do it as a party trick at all your parties. You know, you, you won't be the person that like goes after the first chorus or whatever, even though that's absolutely not what it is. Right. So it very good. Uh, and that was a really fun time. And you're right. It was pretty crowded. I was unclear, uh, you know, how popular an idea of a thing this was going to be, because it seemed like an unusual idea for like a symphony concert to me. Very popular. What do I know? It sounds like the symphony down there has been uh, knocking it out with this season's programming. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, not all the stuff we've seen has actually involved the symphony, um, but this one definitely did and was certainly one of my highlights with them. Uh, it was really cool. Love to see it or hear it. We, we got our tickets to go see them play uh, the score to Empire Strikes Back later this year. So we're doing that. Well, well, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, You could do like a lot of those. I would think all those original Star Trek soundtracks would be very good symphonically as well. Mm, the original Star Treks or Star Wars? Star Treks. Obviously, the Star Wars yeah. is, is, is are great. But one yeah. of the ones that people might overlook is those first couple of Star Trek um, movies Ralph are Colin, all yeah. James. I think they're all James Horner, right? Are they? I think so. I, I would believe you. I don't know. I think you can't do Star, Star Trek four though. The whales is like one Rubicon too many, I think. <laughs> no, but you like Wrath of Khan's music is pretty. There's uh, some good stuff in there for sure. I mean, people still riff from it. I still hear stuff pulled from that soundtrack all the time. Uh, I listen to too many I, soundtracks is what I'm saying. Or I guess I you would call them scores correctly. Scores more correctly. movies, yeah. Yeah, more correctly they are scores. I would go see The Wrath of Khan in concert. I don't know. but uh, Yeah, let me know when the symphony's doing that and I'll drive down. <laughs> okay, duly noted. Nice. 
Well, we didn't really talk about any games today, did we? Whoops. Yeah, so it goes sometimes. Uh, next week will be what? A replay? Yeah. No, not a replay. A ca- a boxed episode, a canned episode. We're going on Canada. vacation next week, right, Michael? Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> why why aren't you allowed to shout in Hawaii? I don't know. You're only allowed a loha. All right. Later everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was another episode. I can't sorry. Was, I I forget you are a father. That's a dad joke. You're doing those. I'm I have to adjust my personal expectations. Uh, they're pretty the expectations should be very low by now i mean <laughs> i made that joke about us out doing stitcher forever and uh uh then our Lo subscriber no, our, our subscriber numbers dropped when stitcher died <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> but i mean <laughs> jokes on I'll, me i guess or was or was stitcher lying to us the whole time it's possible. I wouldn't put it past any company to be using some sort of data to lie. Facebook's inevitable pivot to video 2.0. Oh, gosh. Uh, did you see uh, they had like some sort of lawsuit thing now? They're going to have to pay a whole mess of people all the about all their, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, information they gave out without asking them. That's crazy. Yeah, class action going all the way back to 2007. Ugh. Good on them. Take all the take all their money. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Oh well. Hey, I, I want to do want to touch on. Sorry, uh, I want to touch on something. Um, we talked a little bit about social media last week. I think, right? Oh boy. Yep. Did we edit that out? No. I don't uh, think so. Okay. Did uh, we? I, I feel like I talked about Blue Sky a little bit and how I just kind of like dipped my toe in there. Oh no, we skipped. We we definitely cut that part out. Okay. Because you cool. said I have only used it for twenty minutes, and I said, "Eh, then okay, let's talk so about it when you've used it more than twenty minutes." I have not used it for more than twenty minutes. Let's talk about it. I have been on Blue Sky for like a good week here. Okay, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Threads, although it seems to be somewhat similar to the old platform that shall not be named. I mean, it, the old platform is called Twitter. That's you can use that name. Oh yeah, because it's not; it's defunct now. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean it, it's not the that one is still called Twitter. Just they tried to change the name and it's not working. Just like Facebook has tried to change its name and that didn't work either. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it, Twitter, uh, Blue Sky is this app that's like trying to do these things, and you know I don't know. There's some kind of like idea that it's going to be federated like Mastodon and it's going to do a bunch of stuff. I don't know how any of that works. Anyway, I got one of those invite codes. Um, shout outs to the Share Zone. <laughs> Um, what is it what are they sharing that's what i want to know uh you should go you should go follow the share zone and if you're not you should they're uh pretty good i'd have to follow them on a platform that's not blue sky uh yeah they are on threads i think they're on uh twitter too but yeah i can understand not wanting to go back on twitter which is extremely reasonable uh but uh i think the thing i saw that put it best was that Blue Sky is low-stakes Twitter. <laughs> okay. Okay, in what sense? In that, like, there, it's it's still closed enough that there aren't, a, like, everyone isn't there. 
but there are a lot of people there and a lot of the like you know famous people you know probably are on there already but because it's like social media is like bifurcated now you know there's like a lot of people posting in different places stuff is kind of like yeah. On some places and not on others. It's getting mm-hmm. a little bit uh, too much to manage. I want to follow one or two people that are still only on uh, Twitter. And it's pretty... But it, the interesting thing is that now that I'm seeing them on multiple places, they're like, they're still doing the business stuff on Twitter. They're trying to promote themselves. They're trying to do all that stuff over there. And then on Blue Sky, they're like, man, this sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had a really crappy day today for X, Y, and Z. Or it's just a lot of like what old Twitter used to be, where it's just like people talking about life and talking about what they're up to. And, you know, and people are still promoting their stuff, of course, because, you know, that's what people do on social media. But it definitely feels like a lot lower stakes. Like they don't have to do that stuff there because there's like 75 people following them instead of 7,000, right? Mm. Okay. And so it feels definitely a lot, you get a lot more of the like, you know, personal interaction type of stuff with these people than you used that you used to get on Twitter, like, you know, five, 10 years ago um, that now feels like it is there on this. And if you want that or not, I guess is a different thing. You know, a lot of them are just exactly the same, right? They just post now to two places instead of one place. Right. Um, But there are some instances I've seen where now people are posting different stuff to different places. Or like they're having more conversations on this one than they are on the other one. Like they post the same stuff, but then if you follow into their replies, they're talking back to people and having a conversation over here on Blue Sky, where in Twitter it's just like, here you go. Because you can do that without 8 million people just screaming nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's interesting, you know? And like, you know, that's a, is definitely a a different vibe and, you know, the other thing is that because there aren't that many people, like, I just update and there's just nothing new. And it'll go like six hours and there's nothing new. It's like, okay. That's kind of nice. Need, I just need yeah. to check in this like once a day, actually, because that's as often as stuff is getting posted. That's kind of nice. Yeah, I, that's really maybe, nice. Maybe, uh, maybe places should just have daily post limits. It's like you get three. That's it. So, that, you know, use them well. Make it count. I feel like that's going to backfire, though, and then you're just going to get people posting their ads and business stuff, right? And then you're not going to get anything else. Oh, hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. You you are on to something. Fair point. I like your fair I point. Like your thinking. I don't and know, you'd have to do something. You well, you'd also have to like give. You'd have to give certain accounts more or infinite like public safety accounts and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, th- there would have to be. You know. It couldn't just be like everyone gets three no matter what. Like, you know, there has to be something, right? But so I don't know what the the thing is there, but it is nice. And it is definitely feels a lot more, you know, lower stakes, right? You just like sign on once a day and be like, all right, what do these people say? This guy's talking about how he drank Pepsi. This guy's talking about how it was uh, like a really rough day today. Uh, This guy is smoking weed. Like, okay. And I'm (laughs) right. Of course. Of course. Cool. Oh, okay. Well, maybe when more people get on Blue Sky, that'll change, I guess. I would happily invite you guys, but I don't have any of the invites. I don't know how this how this thing works. So, 
I think that's how it works. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they want people to keep talking it up like this so that uh, you'll jump on it the minute you get a review or a invite code, right? Yeah, it yeah. seems. I mean, I have been, you know, like I said, I got an invite code through someone. Uh, I signed up to join this thing a long time ago with like my personal email. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything. It's been a long time. So I don't know what they're doing, man. It's working. It's the only one people talk about. Threads had five minutes. Yeah, keep invites scarce to drive demand up. All right, that's it. <laughs> Good pod. People know where to find us already, right? Yeah, you can find us on <laughs> youtube.com slash at we were gamers on social media at we were gamers, all the places you know where they are. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and, and those kinds of places because that helps us out. Apple Podcasts yeah. seems to be the one that will survive at this point. I don't mean to I didn't mean to make you so sad. Sorry. I just <laughs> slowly I would like a non Apple I would like a non Apple option because I don't have an Apple phone. So that would be nice for me personally. <laughs> I mean, Michael uh, uses it on his non Apple phone. Yeah, but I just I go through the website. Damn, if only we could only use websites instead of apps for every freaking thing clogging up the space on my phone. It do be like that. It does. It's literally like... You were right. Hmm? I I want you to be right. I want to live in your world. I don't like the idea where everything has an app. It sucks. Yeah, I have the internet web, right? And if I don't, I'll download your app. I'm going on a trip. Okay, I'll download the thing that lets me download music. Sure. But I need a 400 megabyte app to access your website features. I don't know about that. Maybe make a mobile friendly website instead. You can find me on Bandcamp. I was going to say, you talk about Spotify there specifically? <laughs> kind of sounds like you are. <laughs> Spotify's web client is good, actually, even, which is yeah. silly. Yeah. No, a lot of the web clients are okay. But like this weekend, I, ha- I, I found out that the library has an app. And I was like, oh, I don't need that. And then they're like, except that you do, because it offers one feature not on the website, which is you can link multiple cards to one login. So like the kids cards and my cards can be all logged in together at the same time in one place. And it's like, if this were just a web app that had the same feature, I don't need this. And now I have to install something that takes up 200 megabytes on my phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's like siphoning your data somehow and stealing your credit card information and uploading it to Skynet and a bunch of other stuff at the same or, time. I mean, you know, at the very least, just like probably has a slow memory leak in it. Yeah. Yeah. I got to clean all, my phone off before we got to take a bunch of pictures with it this weekend. All of the above. Yep. <laughs>